Career Talk with Chelsea was designed to be able to allow me to share some of my experiences with other people. I think it's very critical for people to be able to get career advice and usually advice that they don't normally get from either their friends or their peers or even their managers. So Career Talk with Chelsea will be able to provide people advice that will help them in various work settings and various work situation to be able to get them to the next stage or get them through a difficult situation in whatever they could be experiencing at their workplace. So I look forward to talking to you all more, sharing more about things that have happened to me, sharing things that have happened to you, talking, helping you talk through and walk through some things that you're happening to help you understand some things that are happening to you and we can talk through them. So feel free, drop a comment below, send me a message. Feel free to leave a comment below and I will answer you and we can talk through your situations here on Career Talk with Chelsea. Y'all have a great one. Until next time. Hi, friends. Welcome back to Career Talk with Chelsea. This is episode two. In this episode, I will share with you why I think career advice is important and the ways that I have used advice that I've been given as a foundation to keep me moving and keep me maintaining and thriving and surviving workplaces. Um, Two pieces of advice that I would like to share and talk through with you all is the first piece of advice that I received from my godmother years ago. And that was definitely always have conversations with your manager like schedule regular time to talk to your managers. And the second piece of advice I got years ago from a friend of mine is about how to not get into email battles. And not getting into email battles is very critical now that we are working in virtual spaces when we don't have that option to schedule time to meet face-to-face or even to walk to someone else's desk to have a conversation. So sit back relax, probably want to take a note or two. I'm not quite sure. But as I go through the ways that I have utilized career advice in my career. Okay, so let's talk about the first piece of career advice that I actually received that I utilized in my career. And that was talking to my manager. I had a manager years ago, and I was much younger as well, that I felt always mothered me. She didn't manage me. She would mother me. At the time, my daughter was young. I was young. And my interpretation of the advice that she would give me always centered around how either I was doing something in my personal life and also my professional life. I don't have a concrete example But I remember her always wanted to tell me how I was doing something, not necessarily telling me how I was doing it wrong, but she would always tell me how I could fix or do it better. And at the time, the way she would give me that advice made me feel as if she was mothering me and not managing me. And I would go to my godmother who was actually, you know, mentoring me. And I didn't consider it as mentoring then. I just really consider it as her mothering me. 
but I will always go to her and always complain the way that my manager spoke to me. I said, I felt like she was trying to be my mother and not trying to be my manager, that her correction was always given in a sense of her trying to quote unquote, tell me what to do instead of showing me a better way of doing things. Um, and she will do it in a way and in a voice where it was done out in the open. She will always walk up to my desk, look over my shoulder, and she would see what I'm doing and would correct something that I was doing. Let's say if I was doing filing um, and I would have a particular way that I would sort papers. And I did have a particular way that I would sort papers. I never sorted things in like alphabetical order. Um, I sorted things in, in an order that actually made better sense for me. Like I would sort things out maybe a couple of times. Like I would sort things out based off the subject or I would sort things off based off the date that I received it or I would sort things um, out based off of who it actually belonged to and then maybe go back and file it in alphabetical order. But that just made sense to me. So what she would do is correct and how she would correct me. It was always in terms of like terms of endearment or no honey don't do that no sugar don't do that oh no you shouldn't do that oh you haven't been taught how to do that and listening to her advice at the time made me feel she was mothering me more so than her she was actually managing me and talking to my godmother my godmother suggested that i have a conversation with her and share with her how i felt she was mothering me and not managing me However, I had the conversation. Conversation did not go well uh, because I got extremely emotional in having the conversation with her and um, just really accused, told her, I don't need a mother. I got a mother. Me and my mother relationship is fine. So I don't need her to mother me. I need her to manage me. Stop trying to tell me what to do as if I don't know what to do instead of just giving me instructions on how to do things better. Now, that did not work well in my favor. That did not strengthen our relationship. That did not strengthen our communication. That made it absolutely worse because there are times. So instead of her giving me motherly advice of how I was taking it, she started giving me sharp, stark criticism. And when she started doing that and when I would ask her, well, what can I do different? What can I do better? She took it as being, she got snipey or sarcastic with me. It was like, well, I don't want to be accused of mothering you. So you need to figure it out. So I took a relationship that I felt was not a good relationship. Looking at it now, it was just annoying. And she was really trying to help me, but she was just trying to help me, I guess, in her mind, in a way that she thought it was more beneficial to me. And I took it as her being mothering and smothering to me. And so it completely um, destroyed the relationship. And I ended up moving on to another job because it was no way for us to go back from where we ended up. So do I still have conversations with people? Yes. Do I still have conversations with my managers? Yes. But I learned how to have different conversations with my manager and even hard conversations through understanding how to manage up. And I'll talk about managing up in the next episode. But again, so now I want to talk about how I actually learned about email battling. Um, a friend of mine, one of my work colleagues shared this with me when I would go back and forth with people in email. So someone would send me an email 
Um, and I would send them an email back and then they would respond back and I would respond back and, and it was going back and forth. And it's not in general conversation or trying to get, you know, working through issues or working through problems. This is like when a problem was happening and you would read an email and someone would quote unquote check you or someone would in your email, um, correct you instead of having a conversation it would come an email, I would respond. So they would respond back and I would respond back and they would respond back. So it was going back and forth. And my friend told me, hey, you don't want to get into an email battle. Stop getting into email battles. I'm like, what is an email battle? When you're responding, going back and forth, back and forth with someone in email. She was like, only be willing to do that one or two times. After that, cut it and schedule a meeting or cut it, and this is back in the day when we were working in offices, cut it and walk over to their desk and have a conversation. She was, And she would tell me, practice that conversation first. Or if you need to say it, just get it out. Say whatever it is you need to say. If you have to type it out, type whatever you need to say, but delete that email. Do not send that email. Do not get into an email battle. Because one thing that we should know, emails are property of that organization or that corporation. So let's just say something happens and you're going back and forth in email, back and forth in email. That information can become discoverable if it's involved in a lawsuit. It can become discoverable um, in working and writing you up. It can become discoverable and used against you and actually your termination. So don't get caught up in going back and forth in emails as I was um, advised by my colleague. But, you know, she told me, you know, if you have to say something one or two times, responding in the email one or two times after that, cut it and schedule a meeting, cut it, walk over and have a conversation. After two replies, a conversation is definitely needed. And so those are just two pieces of advice that I use, that I was given, and I still use today. So that's one reason of the many host of reasons that I felt having a career um, advice podcast was very critical to people and very critical for me to share what I have learned, to share what I've um, experienced with the masses. Um, A friend of mine and one of my um, directors have told me, Corey shared with me quite frequently, he would say, you know, do for one what you would wish you could do for many. My podcast is an opportunity for me to do for many what I wish I could do for one or do for many for what um, do for many in the ways that I have done for one. So thank you very much for listening to Career Talk with Chelsea. Stay tuned to episode three when I will do provide additional information as it relates to my career and how I've used career advice. Thank you very much. You all have a great one.